Welcome to Camp Radio United, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio United, discussing important issues and trends that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio United. My name is Kevin Page, and I'll be your host. With emphasis on social distancing, the local church has been thrusted into exploring different methods in conducting Bible study and worship. This can be really challenging for youth pastors that understand the importance of staying connecting with, with their youth. We have with us today Andy Hennard from First Baptist Standards, Donnie De La Cruz from Dumplin' Baptist, and Mark Ellison from Towering Oaks Baptist. Guys, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, so I'm Donnie. I'm the senior pastor at Dumplin' Baptist Church. And last time I was on one of your podcasts, I was telling you that we were expecting our first baby, and now she's here, uh, smack dab in the middle of the coronavirus. So we're, we're in a cool cool season of learning how to parent and um, pastor through all of this. But, uh, yeah, man, thanks for having us. Oh, my name is Mark Ellison. I'm the Minister of Students and Media at Towering Oaks Baptist in Greenville. I've uh, been married about a little over 20 years, have four kids. I've uh, been in ministry full-time since 2001. Uh, so, pleasure to be here. Thank you, Kevin. I'm Andy Hennard. I'm student college singles pastor at First Baptist Andridge. been married almost 12 years, 12 years next month. Got three girls, uh, seven, five, and an 18-month-old. So just enjoying getting to spend some time with them right now. Guys, I appreciate you being here. Let's uh, kind of begin a little bit about, uh, let's discuss about our, just our situation we're in. We, uh, we're just really in a new environment of doing ministry. So tell me what the world was like, your life was like in the world uh, before this shutdown that we're experiencing now. Um, for me, very specifically for DBC, our ministry, you know, we, we're in a revitalization process where uh, we have been really trying to focus on outreach and trying to reach the community. And every ministry we had um, was focused on reaching out and trying to bring in non-believers. And so, uh, especially in our youth ministry, you know, our youth ministry um, in the past year has kind of grown and to where, you know, in our, in our context, you know, we had about 18, 19 averaging on Wednesday nights. Um, and that's big for for our church. And and so right before all this hit, um, the community outreach was going great. The the ministries were functioning. Revitalization was taking process. Youth were growing. They were bringing friends. And then it literally just like came to a halt, like a like a huge halting stop. Um, and, and to where like the heartbeat of the church kind of skipped. And and we've had to refigure like, cool, how how can we still keep the DNA of our ministries of outreach when you have to stay six feet away from each other or, you know, stay in the homes? And then what do you do with the youth ministry when they're when they're getting tired of Zoom and they're getting tired of FaceTime and, you know, and, and their desires to meet in person? And so before all this, man, you know, it felt like we were, were taking big steps. But I think even in that, you know, all of us can agree, you know, we think that God's doing something through this season. I mean, and it's exciting, you know, I'm, even even as hard as it is and frustrating it's been for me trying to figure things out. I think God's really trying to uh, revitalize the believer, you know, not just the churches, but renew the believer. Um, and so that's uh, that's kind of what we were experiencing beforehand and kind of what we're experiencing now for my ministry context. 
Yeah, when all this started breaking out, we were uh, starting to pick up a little bit of uh, momentum with students. It, things had kind of been up and down for about the last 12 months or so. Our area is just kind of uh, struggling. It's different context than, than what I'm still getting getting used to. But, you know, it, it, it was going good. Our kids were connecting. Uh, they were starting to grow. Our church, we've begun a family ministry initiative called the Family Porch that my wife and I are overseeing. And uh, in January, a lot of the media, graphics and video stuff, I took over. And then when all this hit, there was this massive pivot overnight to where the things that my pastor wanted me to show the staff and, and try to implement around the church all of a sudden changed to be completely online, to be completely digital, you know, my introverted students were like celebrating. They didn't have to get out of the house, but my extroverted students are like, I've got cabin fever. And so trying to balance the digital aspect of what I'm doing now with online streaming, managing all the social media and making sure we're communicating everything effectively uh, has been a little tough uh, balancing with students because I've got some that they just don't like Zoom. They don't want to do be a part of Wednesday night, not because I'm not doing anything that they don't like, but they just find Zoom weird is what one student told me. And uh, I tried to tell them it's okay. I know what everybody's ceiling fan looks like on Wednesday night, but that's just kind of part of it. And then having to video my Sunday school lessons and put them out and pray somebody watches it, you know, it's hit and miss from time to time. I think take a little different route, just for me personally, I think before life was just incredibly busy and it was just go, go, go you know, all these, you know, they can relate like Wednesday nights were, or Wednesdays in general were just crazy long days. You, you know, it's like you get up, you go, you get up at six, you go take the kids to school, you head in, you get ready for Wednesday night. By the time Wednesday night's over, it's like you're heading home and it's eight or eight thirty, sometimes later even. And so you've had this really super long day. For me, most Thursdays were the same way because we would have people over to our house. And so it's, you know, I might be at the high school at 7.30 for FCA, and then I've got people over at my house till 9 or 10 o'clock. And so just really long days, just going, going, going. Uh, I think for me, just the one good thing that's kind of come out of this all is just I've gotten to slow down a little. You know, I'm, I'm actually probably having more groups, but because they're online, I may not have, you know, I don't have to drive 30, 45 minutes to get to one, or I don't have to, you know, help my wife cook a meal for another. So I may not have three hours of setup that I have, or maybe, you know, if it's at home, uh, it's not like a Bible study at the church at six and I've got to be here till 430 to do something else anyway. So then it's like, what do I do with this hour and a half in between? So it, it's freed up some time for me which I've enjoyed, but yeah, I'll agree with uh, everybody else's struggles as well in it. Your ministry's changed because of stay-at-home order that uh, we have in Tennessee, and so you've kind of alluded to some of that. So what are some things that you've had to put in place to make your, your ministry more effective than it, than it was when this first suddenly started happening? For me, I just, I love being on the go. That's just kind of how my family operates uh, every other Wednesday night, we were going out to eat with the youth after Wednesday night. For those that wanted to, we would say, hey, we're going to Wendy's, we're going to Taco Bell, wherever. And we just go hang out, uh, going to the schools, going to, you know, always on the go. Then all of a sudden, everything stops. And it drives me nuts because I'm not one to sit still. And I'm, I'm at home. Uh, you know, most of the staff works at home right now. You know, I fit kind of a high risk category because of high blood pressure. So I don't get out unless I absolutely have to. So some of the things that we've done. Uh, besides Zoom and besides filming my Sunday school lesson is 
last week we did like a spirit week over Instagram where each day was a different theme and we tried to get some students involved that way. This week we're doing a quarantine bingo that whoever's the first one to finish, I'll provide a meal for and just go drop it off or have it delivered. I've been actually been able to be more intentional with parents that when I do my Sunday school lessons, I send the discussion questions that would normally go to my small group leaders. I send them to the parents and encourage them to talk it over with their family. And I design them to be a family discussion. So from uh, equipping the parents, that's been a huge blessing to be able to give them the ability to have spiritual conversations with their kids. Uh, last week, I just did a couple of little doorbell drop-offs. I've got some bags. Uh, one of my daughters decorated them. Uh, yes, Tori, it was you. And I went and just dropped them off at doorsteps, took a picture of them, text the parents and just said, hey, just doing this just because we appreciate you. And that was, that was huge, uh, both from the parents and the kids. I got a couple of thank you notes from, the, from my students as well as uh, the parents. Uh, so adapting has been hard. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that I, I think we've seen is how churches have pulled resources and organizations have pulled resources and said, we're all in this. Here's some free ideas. And so they're sharing stuff everywhere. And so we're not having to rethink the wheel. We're just borrowing a different model for where we're at contextually. Yeah, for me, uh, as senior pastor and also in the youth ministry, um, so as a church-wide, our ministry's definitely changed where we were doing Facebook Live um, just in the service, but there's a difference between having Facebook Live in the service versus Facebook Live is your service, you know, and, um, and, and but that, you know, we, we've even seen a blessing in that to where we've had a couple of people accept Christ and make decisions through online church. And right before all this took place, we had our D now retreat, you know, at Cam Carson and had a, had a student get saved. And uh, we, we've kind of switched from online to the drive-in service. You know, that's, that's going all over the country. And um, on Easter, we started our first one and it was pouring down rain, cold. And uh, man, I, the two people who got saved, including the young man who got saved during D now, you know, they're like, Hey, we want to be baptized on Easter. And so I bought a kiddie pool, you know, and filled it up and we had it in the parking lot in front of all the cars and baptized them and cars were honking. It, it was a cool celebration, but, you know, our ministry is definitely having to look different, but in the same breath, the mission's still the same. You know, we're, we're trying to share the gospel and we're trying to reach people for Jesus, build, build up believers and reach the lost for Jesus. And so one of the things that we've done just as a church ministry is we have a food pantry and we have um, we did like a food supply drop off where the people in the church came and we had a, a team social distancing ready to bring in the canned goods, toilet paper, whatever. And we disinfected it all, bagged it up. And so we, we've literally had about 70 bags of food that we've been passing out over the past month um, as just as a community outreach. And that's been a huge blessing for the ministry and for, you know, some of the youth have been involved in that. But now as far as the youth ministry, I've, I've tried, you know, we, we've done Zoom and that was good at first, but, you know, they're doing Zoom classes and it's starting to burn out on them. So then I've done like social media to where, you know, I'm doing, hey, if you join the Bible study, I'll send you, I'll put your name in a drawing for a free pizza. And that brought in several more students, but it's, it's starting to die out. But what I found to be successful for our students is just having a group chat on Instagram. Uh, literally just, you know, our, our students have a, a church saying, DBC, yee, they like chant it everywhere they go. It's kind of cool. Uh, but that's our group chat name. And I basically, I just try to like, I'll just send them a video randomly throughout the day. Just, hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? 
when's the last time you took a shower? I bet it's been three days. You know, just just something to to try to connect with them. I think I think really what they're missing is just the connection between friends and, and church family. It's just kind of shooting in the dark, and so hopefully something hits. Um, but if we can if we can connect with them and just let them know, like, hey, we're here for you. I've tried to stop worrying about like views and who's attending in the Zoom. If I can just connect and make sure like they know, like, hey, I got your back, I'm here for you, then I think that's a success. <laughs> I, I really don't know uh, what else to do in the, in the social distancing part with connecting with the, with the youth. So I'm glad we're doing this so I can test y'all's methods out a little bit. Well, we have with us, uh, joining us, Patrick Miller. Uh, he's at Calvary Baptist. And, and uh, Patrick, uh, we're kind of right in the middle of it. Won't you, uh, won't you share a little bit just about yourself so everybody will know a little bit more about you? Yeah, my name's Patrick, the student pastor at Calvary. I've been there uh, over six years. It's the only church I've served at. Grew up first Baptist Rural, played football under Ken Sparks at Carson Newman. I got a wife. We've been married five years. We've got a dog. No kids. Well, I'm sure that Mark would probably share some kids since he has a whole youth group. So, uh, but y'all can talk about that later. But wow. uh, uh, Patrick, we were just kind of talking a little bit about uh, just the challenges. You know, what what was our world like before uh, the shutdown, and really about what kind of uh, our how's our ministry changed by just staying at home? And uh, so these guys were just kind of sharing a little bit about that. But what what challenges? Uh, have you guys faced during this time of trying to connect with your your students? I think just apathy. Students just not caring. Parents not caring. Our challenge has been uh, trying to convince students that it's a great opportunity for them to grow spiritually. We always make that excuse that if I only had more time, or if I didn't have so many distractions going on. And then I think what it's actually revealing right now more than anything else is just that it's a hard issue where we don't love God. And so it's not a scheduling issue. It's not a time issue. It's just revealing in our group uh, that uh, those that are wanting to grow close to God can do that. And then maybe just show up to hang out with people or because in the beginning, we were kind of like week one doing Zoom, and everybody was joining in. And now that everybody is doing Zoom, and everybody's doing massive releases of like content every day, every other day, every Wednesday, every Sunday, our kids are just, um, yeah, I think apathetic would be the challenge uh, for us. Yeah, I, I agree with Patrick. I just have, I've got a lot of students. It's, they've been with us from day one. Hey, whatever you're going to want to do, we're in. But I've had a lot. It's like no matter how I try to connect with them, I can't connect with them. You know, it's like I'll send a message. I'll get nothing back. I'll call them. I'll get no response. Or, or it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, oh, I'd like to join that. Glad you're doing that. Nothing. You know, next week, Nothing. And it's just kind of that I'm just going to blow you off because I really don't want to do anything. And I'd rather you just leave me alone during this time. And so that's been been a struggle. And I, I found it kind of it was more mostly the ones that were kind of on the periphery of things anyway. And they just feel it feels like they're just falling off altogether. And uh, they didn't really fit, they don't want to join a meeting with people they weren't super close to. And I tell them all the time, it's like, if you don't try to make friends, you're not going to make friends. If you don't put any effort, you're not going to get anything out of this. That's just kind of how it goes. I mean, like they're waking up at like one, two o'clock in the afternoon 
so we're doing Bible study at 9.30 on Sunday morning. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to miss. I just went to bed at 7 a.m. Well, how about you don't do that? How about you go to bed earlier? But just to kind of piggyback on that, when uh, you know, I did youth ministry for several years in Texas before pastoring out Tennessee. And when I stepped in, I was just a intern. There was two interns. They, the youth pastor just left. And um, we were at First Baptist Church Longview, Texas. And there were 15. This church is pretty big size for East Texas. And there was a 15 in the youth department. And once there was one senior and, you know, we weren't his youth pastor, but if as you, as his youth leaders, we were his like third youth leader in his youth ministry from seventh grade to 12th grade. And uh, I mean, he, he was just done disconnected. And so we literally like started with 15 students and it was, it was cool because those 15 out of, out of the 15, there were about three or four that were really all in. You know, like they, they were there for their purpose of we want to grow in Christ. We want to, you know, they, they were trying to pursue Jesus in their life. And so we just made the decision, hey, we're going to really invest in those three students. And and they and luckily they were seventh graders, which was very uncommon. You know, I, I haven't had that yet since, since then, but uh, we, we truly invested in those three. And over the next like six or seven years, you know, that youth ministry grew because of those three students who were who were all in. And looking back, I'm glad that we really tried to focus in in discipleship with those three students. And so, you know, last week, I just be real honest, it was a discouragement. You know, you're sending out the text, you're setting up Zoom. I literally set a Zoom meeting up and only two of my leaders, like adult leaders, showed up on it. And one student. And I was like, hey, cool. Hey, dude, send me your address. I'm going to send you the pizza. And uh, we, you know, I just prayed for him. And then I, we, we hung up the Zoom meeting and I just called that student and me and him talked for like 20, 30 minutes. Um, and so it, it kind of brought me back to the start of my youth ministry 10 years ago. Man, those who are, who are responding, those who are like showing some sort of life and like they'll, they'll text you back, man, just pour out on them, you know, just, just really invest in them because if they're showing some type of interest man, the Spirit's working on them. You know, the other students who were on the fringes, like literally the whole Spirit's job is to is to draw them in. There's nothing that we can do. Like the entertainment of the church isn't going to work. We see that now as churches are shut down, the entertainment side of like, hey, we need to be cool and hip to bring people in. Like that's dead and gone. Um, and so those who are interested, who are are trying to be invested, man, just pour out on them, man. Just just lift them up, connect with them, send them, send them a Bible study or something. Guys, I hate to end our discussion today. It's been great to hear this, but we will continue this next time. I hope our listener audience will listen to our next session, our next podcast, as we continue to have this discussion about the changes of time during this uh, just difficult time, different in the world, and just trying to make that connection with youth. And guys, I appreciate you just sharing uh, your heart. So until next time, I hope that you will uh, just be a part of this uh, podcast. If you have any questions for our guests and what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you'll look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thank you for listening to Camp Radio United podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley 
are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.